Welcome to the Cosmere Reads, a Cosmere podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Will, and Alondo. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 18 and 19 of Mistborn, The Final Empire. Enjoy! All right, welcome back to episode eight of the Cosme Reads. So, hello everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, fun times. Uh, Will will not be joining us tonight, as we talked about last week. He is in Paris, uh, and and in France, uh, and it's three a.m. there. So I, I was shocked. I sent the link just in case, but I'd be shocked if he showed up. Uh, so we weren't expecting him, and that's okay. So next week he'll be gone as well. You know, something like a honeymoon or something like that. But you got oh, Londo with us. So, yeah. This guy, he's he's got to get his priorities straight, man. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have a family vacation show coming up soon, so I'm gonna have to record from from there or something. We'll figure something out. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> last last year, actually, for for the wheel reads, my other podcast, uh, during, I had a guest host come in, still, and we still kept the show going. So nice. I, was like, I took my first week off ever since doing it because i've done it on vacation from hotel rooms and okay. beach houses so right right but Make i guess I, I did take a week off one time we still got uh, the show going though hey. so yeah uh paris i'm not jealous nope not at all yeah mm-mm, I, mm-mm. I, I hear you um yeah um again yeah. If, if he if he actually pops into chat it would, again it would be yeah. the most baller move of all time to be like yeah Look, you know uh, you know he's on his honeymoon i don't expect at 3 a.m for him to be showing <laughs> But, I'm sure the uh, wife is going to have some words if he does something like that. Yeah, so, I'm sure too. So, yeah. um, but, no, she's cool. Uh, she's she, she's great. Tara's great. So, um, anyways, um, and hello to everybody in the chat. Yeah, hello to everyone in chat. Um, yeah. So, a little housekeeping as far as things coming up soon. Uh, as you know from last week, we have launched Patreon. We have launched our website. Go check both those out. Links are found on the website, thecosmereads.com. Go ahead and feel free to go check it out. Um, uh, you can write reviews there as well. So get that out of the way. Um, next week we'll be recording back again. Like I said, with Alondo, uh, the week after that, we'll be finishing up part three and will should be back. So pending him not getting sick from being overseas. Oh man, that's right. Cause he was just ill like recently. Yeah, so hopefully, no, but yeah, but, he'll be okay. Yeah, traveling to Paris is not as bad. It's like, if you go like a, uh, some other countries, you get the, you get that ick. Uh, oh, I'm thinking more about I'm thinking more about that plane flu. Oh yeah, the plane flu. Oh, the plane yeah. flu, man. Oh, that, that's that's too. the that's the thing that gets you. That too. Yeah. 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 My wife and I are trying to plan like a trip. Um, I, I mentioned uh, that you guys are going to Scandinavia. She's like, no, it's too cold in October there. Uh, <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. My wife somehow convinced like, me. No. Uh, not going there. Uh, yeah. but like we went to go look on flights, and the way like I like to plan trips is I, I, I'm a cheapskate. Uh, so. I want to go somewhere cool, but I want to do it on a budget, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't necessarily mean like like pinching dollars everywhere. It's just like when I can save money, I like to save money, and I like to travel cool. almost anywhere in the world. Like I'm not really picky about where I go because I can right. make a fun time, no matter where it is. Sure, um, I can find a way to make it really fun and interesting. So like one cool way to pick a trip is you just go like Google.com and mm-hmm. you type in the airport you want to leave out of, but leave the mm-hmm. destination blank and give it a date range for a one week vacation, and you right. can do that in Google. And it'll just pull up all the plane flight places, flights in the entire mm-hmm. world for the next six months, leaving out of DC, Dulles, and all the prices. Right. Uh, and if you're flexible enough, you can just find the lowest fare, and that's when your vacation is going to be, whatever week that is. Well, mark, uh, you can say my, my dates are flexible, and it'll yeah. actually even expand your options you know, exactly. based on that. So, yeah. Of course, uh, if, my, and- if my wife was to be here, she'd pipe in and say there's a service that we've used a couple times called Pack Up and Go. You got it. And it's just it's it's a, literally a surprise vacation. You don't know where you're going until like two days before you leave. Four. Okay. Yeah. And uh, now it's not international though. It's just uh, it's it's domestic. Oh, that's that's cool too. Yeah, but uh, if you want to drive, you could do a drive trip or whatever. But uh, yeah. it's, it's a really cool service. But anyway, putting that out there is an option too, just in yeah. case. Yeah. We're not sponsored by them, but hey, if anybody listens to us, it's from Pack Up and Go. Hey. Hey. Accepting sponsorships now. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, actually, we will have ads coming next month, so just be looking for that too. I, I did. We get our. Uh, we're doing anchor ads, 
our, our Spotify for podcast podcasters uh, starting July. So mm-hmm. next week or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, is that like being on a wait list for an early, earlier flight? Um, uh, kind of. I mean, so like a lot of times, like the cheapest flights on that Google when you do that Google trick are like in two days. Right. So like it's like literally like the cheapest flights, last minute flights, mm-hmm. like flights that aren't booked. Here we're just giving away tickets, but you can right. get like a lot of places like super. Like we could get round trip to like Berlin and Madrid. Um, I think there's like three destinations in Europe, like Berlin, Madrid, and there's one other one, Lisbon, uh, Portugal, and they're all like under five hundred dollars a person. Oh yeah, yep. I was like, okay. and those flights are pretty short too. Like TAP is a uh, Portugal, for example. Yeah. They have flights going all the time. So yeah. it's pretty cheap. So and then we yeah. like well, and then once you're in Europe too, like the rail system's so oh. nice, you can just go wherever too. Just, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to stay there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, sounds adventurous. Yeah. Uh no, yeah, do it without kids. Definitely. No, yeah. kids <laughs> no, 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 is, no, no. This, this, none this of this stuff a... we're talking about is kid friendly. <laughs> no. <laughs> kid, you need a full itinerary and everything done. That's right. Definitely. That's right. <laughs> accommodations you don't have your kids sitting 72 rows away nope no 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 (laughs) not kid friendly anyways um yeah so we'll plan a trip eventually i don't know we'll we'll figure something out um but yeah um speaking of 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 doing like trips and things like that i just had i felt like i was on vacation all weekend long because we had so much stuff packed in this weekend Mm -hmm. like we went to a, a soccer game last night today went to the pool all day long which i know is not like a big deal, but it was the first pool day of the year. Mm-hmm. So if my eyes are a little bloodshot, because of chlorine, I don't wear goggles and I get chlorine in my eyes and they turn bloodshot. Um, oh, so, <laughs> so that's what happens. Trying to teach my kids to swim. So it was a, uh, Oh, good I, idea. So I'm tired, but it's yeah. good. But it's good. Good tired. Um, anything new with you? Anything going on in the world of Alondo? Uh, I start my new job tomorrow. Um, is a IT uh, database uh development manager manager so um awesome. excited about that this is the first new job in six and a half years okay uh yep so excited about that um you see what else is going nothing else really going on right now yeah. um yeah just kind of just doing a transition thing more focused on that than anything else and then still planning like we were just talking about trip planning i i plan all of our trips yeah so i'm planning out the scandinavia trip right now so okay so hopefully i have that all nailed cool. down like really soon yeah and that's it Yep. Yeah. I spent all afternoon too watching Moon Girl and the Devil Dinosaur because yes! I, I finally got my kids to say yes and watch it. Yes! And they loved it. They were I loving love, it. So. I love that show so much. <laughs> Cannot recommend it enough. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. my kids lo- my kids loved it. They, nice. They, 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 I knew they would. Yeah, I knew your kids would be all it. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Chapter 18. Let's jump into the Mistborn. Yeah. Um, so we're going back to a ball. Um she decided to wear the red dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she must have been looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although the, although um, the lady says later on, um, we'll get to that. She must yeah. have been looking a little skinny in it though. <laughs> like she didn't quite <laughs> fill it out. I guess not. I mean, <laughs> Vin is a young lady. I, mean, I think she's like sixteen when the Vince yeah, she's got to be right. She, she's mid teens or someone. Yeah, mid teens. So she, we'll she, get to the age thing a little bit too. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a little bit of that, but yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's gonna go to go to a party at uh, at Keep uh, Alarial is where she, not not Fincher. We're going to Keep Alarial, right? And, and of course, you know they're going there. Sazed's kind of on the carriage ride, is kind of giving her a little bit of a a pep talk, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, about like you know, hey, tonight's gonna be a little different. Men, men are going to approach you this time. I want you, you know, first time is okay to kind of show them off your first time ever there. No, right. you've been to one before. You're going to have to accept some of these and that's, it's okay. You know, maybe we'll put you down with one person. You can sit with them. The, it's like the entire night with one person. It's like, yeah, that's kind of how these things work and teach them the way of, of courting in the noble world. Right. But, uh, you know, all she's thinking about is I wonder if Ellen's there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So and the dancing thing, she was like, "All like, ah, do I have to dance?" He's like, "You can't keep avoiding dancing. You're gonna have to dance." Yeah. And they give know. her one lesson, so you know, you should be good. Oh yeah, that's just yeah. enough. You know, basically, it's dirty dancing. You know, just, yeah, exactly. just throw her in there. She'd be all right. Still put, don't put baby in the corner. That's uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, get to the ball. Uh, because a little bit of layout of the ballroom and everything like that. Uh, it was different than the venture grand hallway, a little less, uh, less elegant and, and, and 
grandiose. Right. Um, it was smaller, dimly lit, and it's lots of stained glass. Still tons of stained glass. Right. Um, right. Uh, loves stained glass. Sorry, so I heard the comment. Word on the street is Vin's got it bad. That's what I wrote down as a note. She's got it bad <laughs> for this guy. I mean, every other thought she was like, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so to get their leader to an empty table and she's wondering, I wonder if Ellen's going to be here. You know, he says, say he doesn't like to come to these things. It's, this is not at his place. I mean, it's like someone else's. He's probably not going to be here. And she's kind of like, okay, I guess I'll dance with some other guys. And then all of a sudden, you know, the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got so many thoughts about these books. I got so many thoughts. Well, we'll get to the books. Like once yeah. you actually start digging into them, but like you yeah. plops down all the books. And yeah. All like, the books. All right. All the books. And it starts reading. Doesn't uh-huh. even acknowledge her. Just sits there and starts reading. And yeah. She's like, are you going to say anything? He's like, I would plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just here reading. Like, he's like, you know, there's other tables. Because your point is like, am I bothering you? I'm not talking to you. I'm reading. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's, this guy walked in with stacks on stacks on stacks of biblioteca. And I'm like, who does that? Who comes to a ball with the library? <laughs> you know, I guess if you're, if you're trying to impress the librarian girl, I guess maybe, I, I don't know. I just, it's, <sighs> Yeah, he's he's trying that style. I, it's a weird angle. It's a weird angle. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a bold move, Cotton. It's a bold move. Yeah. A bold yeah. Move. Uh, and by the way, who? Uh, uh, so Pito, see, I'm drinking a Manhattan. I made a Manhattan. Oh, there you go. I, I'm um I'm drinking um what is this? It's a New Realm beer, uh, raspberry smoke American lager. Yeah, it's pretty cool. To love there you go. Life. You always got something interesting going on, Alan. I always yeah. always eclectic, pretty- man. Yeah, that's good. So anyway, um, yeah, my kid's 17, carries books everywhere. They go. He's not alone. That's what Irish just said. Huh, well, sounds about right. My kid, my kid's five and carries books everywhere he goes. Like literally, yeah. he's like he carries on stacks of books all around the house. Yeah, but yeah. but the thing is though, are they like they're short read books, right? My sons? Yeah. Oh uh, no. Yeah. He I mean, he's these thick like reference books. Like, I mean they're Okay. I, I'll bring them on. Like they're like, I mean, they're still for kids, but like he doesn't like the little small Dr. Seuss like kid book. Like he loves reference books. So he's really okay. thick. Like all the elements in the periodic table, and okay. it has like different pictures and stuff like that. And he loves that. Uh, mm-hmm. There's like a sea monsters one. It's a whole giant stack of book of like all these different like fish and sharks and and jellyfish and, and just yeah uh, pictures okay. and descriptions. And uh, of course, he can't read yet. He's only five. Um, right. But they're not but just, novels. That's what I'm saying. No, not novels. Just reference I mean, books. Comes, he comes in with novels. Yes. This ball lasts. Let's just. I'm gonna assume three hours. That's my guess. Three four hours. I'm you know probably <laughs> underestimating or something. But you came in with novels. There's no way you're reading all that material. So it's all basically for show, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's just weird that our baby you know, just. He, Maybe he just carries him around. He doesn't want to leave him behind. He wants to keep him in his eye at all time because of what the novels are. Well, true, true. That comes up. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I, there could be something yeah. else to that too. Uh. Right, right. I mean, I can see carrying the one book. I mean, obviously, it was a good move. Mm-hmm. We find out later that he brought so many books, so that way, the book that other people were looking to see that he had couldn't be easily, you know, sussed out. Um, but. It still was just weird to me that he came in with what I assume is like 15 books and sat him on a table. So many books, so much so much so that Vin was like, uh, it's going to eat up. It's going to uh, take up the space I have to use to, to get my dinner served to me. That's how many books he had on the table. Ch- okay. Chat's one up on you with your mixed drinks here. What, what, what's that? Oh, oh, oh. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shots so fired, a, shots fired, okay. <laughs> Contiki Mai Tai, Havana Club, Appleton 8, Lime, Orange, Honey Syrup, Ginger Syrup, Pernod, and Ongo. Okay. I know, that sounds like amazing. So I'm going to make sure I copy that from the chat so I can try to make this drink. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, sounds good. So, yeah. Um, so they start kind of flirting mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. says it is not approving at all. He's just in the scout. I guess imagine say just sitting there scowling the entire time. Like, oh, you good. know, this is you know, good. he was just like got that Sazed stare. <clears throat> you know, I could see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. 
So, anyways, um, you know, and as this is going on, they start small talking a little bit and says he's like <clears throat> dancing, <clears throat> and she's like, "Well, none of the guys are approaching me." It's like, "Yeah, they're intimidated by Ellen." And Ellen's like, "Me? Why are they intimidated by me?" Yeah, and right, right. So Vin, quick in her feet, comes up with like a clever excuse. He goes, "Well, I'm just going to tell everybody that you know." you were that your father and my uncle are best friends and you're here just to escort me to show me around the city. And, mm-hmm. and that's all it says is you're, you're like my, my protector. You're my, you're my big brother, man. Uh, hashtag friend zone that quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, the, the moment I heard that you could instantly imagine you know, that coming back around to Ellen and his just heart just breaking like immediately because you yeah. know he's got the feels. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Poor dude. Poor uh, dude. But then she she's quizzing him, too. She's like, oh, don't you come here with dates? She goes, oh, yeah, every time. Actually, my date's over there somewhere. I don't care about her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, looks over. The girl's, like, mad. Like, right. Definitely like a, like a mean girl or some kind of, like, 90s rom-com, like, kind of, yeah. like, situation yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can just see it. You can imagine it. Just him, like, just thumbing over, like, eh, that oh, chick over there. Yeah, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Just, they, they set me up. I didn't even know I was going to have someone tonight. They, 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 my dad does it all the time. I, oh, yeah. I don't, know, like any, I don't like any of them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, but eventually, Vin does get to dance. Uh, some awkward nobles come up and uh, and ask, ask her to dance, and they mm-hmm. do a little bit, and she gets nervous again, but goes through her motions, and they chatted up uh, with, and then eventually she goes back to the table and she's kind of done dancing and starts to peruse through some of the books and they're, they're pretty dull. Um, on not, the outside. On the outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think it's, I think it's all after she talks to Sean before she finds the juicy one. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So the first time, oh, by the way, and back, real, real quick back to um, in her being nervous. It was interesting when it, everything switched because here it was, she felt nervous then the dude she was dancing with, she was obvious he was more nervous, nervous than she, she was. Yeah. And so then she started to feel more confident because right. she was like, oh, oh, I'm not the only person who's like not, you know, used to yeah. this. You know, big, so. big middle school van- dance vibes right oh, here. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All day middle, middle school rom-com. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah. So after some dancing, uh, Vin is then required. It's requested. I required to come see Sean. Oh my gosh. Oh, Sean Alario. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, Everything talk, about, about, talk about, talk about mean girls. Here we go. Yeah, oh. yeah, here, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. We go in, we go in on this. Uh. So, this so we get everything from the, from the, from a rom-com here. We got the, the pixie boy, Ellen, yep. Yep. you know, we got the mean girl, Sean. Well, know, and, and of course, Vin is the manic pixie dream girl. She's not she like the other girls, right? So, she's not, you yeah, know. Yeah, and then she puts yeah. in the red dress and, and takes her uh-huh. glasses off and does her hair up and also takes like, her glasses off, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Now she's well, getting all the boys. Also, she's, she's all that. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. The only problem, she's wearing flats, not heels. But then she dances a little bit. She was like, smart move. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> so goes over, talk to Sean. Sean wants to know uh what's what's the deal with you and Ellen? In, oh man, and she's so condescending. Jeez, mm-hmm. she, yeah. she drips with it. And yeah. then Van quickly realizes, oh, this this lady is trying to soothe me. She's trying to basically, you know, make me want to give up information and what have yeah. you. Oh, and by the way, before that though, remember it was it was said Ellen was like, oh yeah, I was supposed to be uh, engaged to this chick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they used to be engaged. They called it off, so they this, were engaged. Well, yeah, but but he was like so casual about it. He was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I, I think, yeah. I, I think he, it's almost like he's like flipping about, it, like oh, I no, think we no, were engaged." engaged like, it's, like, it's so immaterial <laughs> to him. He's like, "I can't be bothered." You know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I hate everything about this chick. <laughs> everything about her. So she's so. trying to soothe Vin, of course. Because Vin uh, has that training from my boy Breeze. Yes, Breeze. She, he, put she, her, he put her in the know. Yeah, mm-hmm. she knew right away. She's like, I, you're a soother. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right, Interesting. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, as all this is happening, I mean, Sean's trying, Shan's trying to pull out information out of Vin. I mean, she's asking all these questions about what they're talking about and all this other stuff, but also realizes that this is all, all distraction. Like she looks at the corner of her eye and sees Shan's. Terrace man 
heading over to your table to start poking through Ellen's books. Right. And yeah. And Finn's like, nope. Mm-hmm. Intercept. My, oh yeah. I'm supposed to meet my, my terrorist back. And Sean's like, please. And he's like, nope. And she's like, my suit is not working. I can see Shen's like, like she got upset. Like, cause her soothing, like it was visible. Like, I think that's what, like she was shocked. Right. And upset. Yeah. Shocked and upset that Vin could just be like, yeah, I gotta go. Because she sees Vin as like the lowest of the lowest of the low. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, she, she's, she doesn't have pedigree. She's new to the area. She did, right. you know, she's basically a little country mouse. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's like, oh, well, you know, whatever. And then the fact that she, number one, is resistant to her soothing. And number mm-hmm. two, she's like ready to like walk away from her. And she also didn't address her the way she wanted to be addressed. You mm-hmm. know, she's like, you called me, uh, whatever, lady, something, something. Um, and now, which uh, again, baller move. I'm like, don't, don't call her what she expects you to call her because she's nothing to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. What has she done for you? Nothing. Who cares? Um, yeah, but I like the fact that, you know, Vin was like quick to like, oh, they're trying to get me faded out of position. So that way you can go do some, 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 you know, sneak peeking on the table. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. Good move by Vin. She's yeah. quick on her feet. I've always liked it about Vin. Vin is quick on her feet. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she runs over there. Terrisman nonchalantly walks away. Like nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when she finds the, the, the weather pattern book. Yeah, weather patterns, man. Weather uh, patterns yeah. are pretty crazy stuff, huh? And she opens up and starts reading it, and it's not about weather at all. Oh, nothing about <laughs> <laughs> about how horrible the Lord Roller is. <laughs> yeah, and it talks about like all these like you know uh, uh, <clears throat> doubts about you know how this empire operates and why it does the things it does, and the Lord right. Ruler does the things he does, and that, yeah. I'm like, oh wow, okay. This is a pretty serious weather report. And I feel like this is a callback because at one point in time, um, wasn't there like a, a series of spy messages sent by something called the weather report back in like it was like the, the 50s or something like that? There might have been. I, this is like and I haven't had a chance to research this uh, and maybe I'm misquoting it, but I feel like there was something was called like the weather report. Or maybe it was mm-hmm. a, a group of people called Weather Report, and they would like do like all the spy <clears throat> stuff or whatever. And I feel like it was a good if it, if it is a tie into that, that's a great little tie in callback. Um, but the fact it's not called whatever it's supposed to be called, I kept thinking to myself, I was like, so did someone rebind the book with you know with the same Weather Report, or was it published that way initially as like right. kind of a of a spy kind of thing? Of course, we find out later on it's got a different title. Um, yeah. But was it published that way with an alternate cover on it? Um, Weather Underground, thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, but I was like wondering, was it published that way or did he change it? The, the, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. Thing that way. Um, but the big thing I kept saying the whole time I'm reading this is, why would you bring that book out into the open ever? That to me, I was like, that's a, just, just a, a, I mean, I know I talk about Kelsey being cavalier, that's a cavalier move. You bring this like really subversive book out into the open and then leave it unattended on a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because he yeah. could, I mean, th- this is this is going against the empire. That that could be it's treasonous, treasonous. It's gotta I mean, be, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would assume if you're caught with that book, you know, you could be probably jailed or whatever. I mean, punished mm-hmm. in some kind of you know serious way. I don't care who you are, right? Sure. So that was yeah. my thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And we breezed, breezed over some of that conversation with Ellen before Sean. Uh, I want to go back before yeah. Sean a little bit, just because I want to know, I wanted to talk specifically about the conversation about Ska and what your yeah. thoughts were that, yeah. that interchange between the two. I wanted yeah, to. Get good, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so one of the things that um, I was thinking about, by the way, even before that, I love the fact that then defended um, uh, Sazed when mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, it was an offhanded comment that Ellen made. And you know she like you know quickly like jumped in. It's like you know, you know he's my dude. This is my guy. Um, you know because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, he'll be fine. I think it was like for dinner or something like that. Whatever it was, and it really reminded me she this guy just saved her life, and mm-hmm. so she has like the ultimate respect and honor for him, and that came right through in that moment the way she defended him like that oh, quickly. Sure. It was like need and I don't care if that's what you know the aristocracy aristocracy royalty whatever is supposed to do. She was like, don't you talk about Sazed? You know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I like that. Yeah. Um, the talk mm. about the ska in general, I was really waiting for her to trip up. 
because yeah. I, I was like, she, I felt like she was tiptoeing. You know, she was like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, she, you know. She was pretty good on her toes. I mean, they asked her how long it took she her to get to Fidel. She was like, two months by canals. Right. Like, and he was like, it's, sometimes it takes like a half a year. A year. Like, yeah, to get from one side of the, uh, the empire to the other. It's like, it's, they come in, like, it's so funny. Like, that's one little, little place. Everyone thinks is like, you know, such a big deal. And it's so big. No one ever sees the whole thing in the empire. Yeah. And he was like, what um, do you think? What do you think about this place? And she's like, it's dirty. Yeah, it's dirty. And she's like, well, like, was like, well, how are the plantation Scott treated? And she's like, I don't know. I don't interact with them. <laughs> like, she goes, right. I mean, are, they, are they intelligent at all? Like, are I they know. intelligent like, at all? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> are they smart? Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny. Uh, it's kind of just like, oh, no, they're just ska. Like, yeah. I was, again, I, I was waiting for her to say something that was going to have him, like, you know, the antenna go up, the warning yeah. antenna. But she did pretty good. She did. Um, she did pretty yeah. good. There was a couple of things where I was like, uh, you might not really, but I was like, but she is, you know, coming from a faraway land, mm-hmm. getting educated in the the ways, right, um, of these houses and stuff, and I, I, I can see that, you know, she probably would get more of a pass than other people. So, right. yeah, exactly, yeah. But what do you what do you think about about Ellen's fascination with Scott? I mean, um, well, it 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 did sound at one point it sounded very just like dismissive, like he was treating him like a character study. He was just like, mm-hmm. I just kind of want to know about him. But then he started talking about or asking about the ways they're treated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, he's sounding sympathetic. Um, mm-hmm. And so I liked the fact that it, it quickly transitioned from being like inquisitive, like, you know, he's referring to like these other people that he's like, oh, well, they're just objects, which is the way I initially interpreted it. And mm-hmm. then it became something where it's like he is genuinely interested in how they're treated, how they're. Um, right perceived you know by the people you know around them um and i found that you know really interesting how he was you know willing to kind of see more about these people who have been subjugated but also basically ignored Mm -hmm. um uh in terms of like as individuals all their lives um so yeah i I thought it was great it was great and then great insight for for a young guy he was 21 i mean right yeah, so good yeah. insight for a young guy. You know, he's like, oh, there's more to the world than this. But of course, he's been reading books that probably giving him inclinations to think about things differently than the rest of the subjugated mm-hmm. masses. So sure. Yeah. So so now fast forward again back to these books, especially the blasphemous one. There's mm-hmm. a couple of things that are mentioned in it. And I just didn't know if you had if you caught on them or thought anything about them. So I mean, it mentioned something called fear of Kimmy. Uh, as mentioned in one of the books, uh, I remember long, that and Metal Minds. Okay, now I remember Metal Minds. Yes, yeah, it, it uh, is mentioned that that she thinks something like, or either she thinks or it says something about Metal Mind, like that. If much information couldn't be kept unless it was a in a Metal Mind or something, something right? Like this that. is like uh, the third, and this is the third time Metal Minds has come up. We still, I still don't know yeah. what it is exactly, but this is the yeah. third time the phrase has been used that I can remember. And it mentions the revision of the deepness doctrine, right? Remember yep. again the, something else? I no idea what that means. I and the just, massacre at Davenu. The massacre. Remember hearing that too, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, massacre!" I was like, considering the fact that there has been these like rebellions that have happened, mm-hmm. and you know, this was like a specific massacre. It sounds right. like not your typical rebellion type thing. It's something it was, on a different level. So yeah, because I was talking about the plantation system and how it's only been around for like a hundred years, even though the, the final empire has been around for. A thousand years and thousand now years, right? the Lord ruler doesn't necessarily like the plantation system because it gives too much power to the nobles, but at the same time it's working to keep the rebellions down. So right. This the system. So they've tried a lot of different ways. Yeah. <laughs> the current system seems to be working. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, working, so. quote unquote. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Considering a rebellion's right under his nose right now. <laughs> sure. Right now. Yeah. yeah. So Ellen does return. He gathers up his books and uh two of his friends are there. So he uh, just got his books to leave and doesn't notice, or at least doesn't hint to noticing that uh, his books are messed with. Oh, she does miss it. I guess one was the bigger one was in front of them. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm just acting like I'm reading. So people don't ask me to dance. He's right. Like, he's like, oh, clever. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then Stacey comes back up and uh, identifies the two uh, men that are with uh, Ellen as uh, uh, Jastis, Leckel and Hastings. And a Hastings, he doesn't know the Hastings name. 
And he was just uh, a surprise season because they're supposed to be rivals of the venture family. Right. And that comes up again next chapter. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's odd that they that these guys are traveling in the same pack. I forgot to mention earlier, by the way, every time I was reading this, this chapter and I kept, you know, they kept referring to these books that Ellen brought. All I could think about was that Homer Simpson nerd meme, you know, <laughs> where he yells out the, the window, nerd. And that's just, <laughs> I'm like, that's, if I saw a guy walking in with books to a ball, I mean, Anyway, I was sure I didn't skip that. That was like my my wife, love her to death, but she's super introverted. And when we first started dating, I was still uh, bartending. Um, and she'd come up nights and I was bartending and would pull a book up because she's introverted. I don't want to talk to anybody there, but she wanted to hang out where I yeah. was. So right. she'd just pull a book and start reading at a crowded bar. I mean, the whole bar is like, going, you know, like super crowded. Yeah. It's Friday night and she's just yeah. in the corner reading. <laughs> I know doing? a lot <laughs> of women. <laughs> I have met a lot of women who have done that. Um, and they just like, this is the way they keep, they keep guys from like flirting with them or trying to yeah. buy them drinks and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can get that. You know, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. She just go and read. Yeah. Well, nerd. Anyway. Nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> as, as, as we sit here <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> talking about, about reading a book. About fantasy novels worst, of that, yeah. We are the worst hypocrites of all time right now. Don't mind us. Uh, yep. <laughs> Bunch of nerds making fun of nerds, you know. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. As you have a tire, as a tire, think of a uh, of comic books behind over your head, and <laughs> I know exactly. You know, yeah. Uh, I got Colin the kettle black. I, um, so- I, I've got no box to stand on. I... <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, a little surprising. Um, and then they decide to leave. Uh, and Vin heads out, and there's a soldier outside, and a little skull kitchen boy comes up and asks one of the soldiers for a, a coin. And yeah. the soldier just looks at the boy and is like, uh, slices his throat. So it's just, it just leaves him there. Because yeah, like, he's like, like, he, was trying to, like, he was trying to drag him away, you know, back, basically back into the mist. And then mm-hmm. he just. Like like Vin described it, he just got frustrated that he was having to 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 deal with this with boy kid. more than he yeah. wanted to because he was struggling. Right. And he just like just like that. Yeah. And I wrote the line down because it was exactly what I was thinking in the moment. Um, and it's a great line by Sanderson. Don't forget the ash because you see a little silk. What a great line. Yeah. I was like, that's brilliant. You know, I was like, because she sees the silk. Yeah. And she's like all in here by that, but there's ash everywhere. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that's that's the one of the best metaphorical lines yeah. um, I've read. So great, great writing by Sanderson on that one. Yeah. yeah. And and comparing, like, and she even thinks about, you know, the scar are less than animals. They wouldn't yeah. do this to a pig. Yeah, because they wouldn't do it to a pig. Yeah. And I was like, yes. But to yes. a kid, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like it's less less than an animal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you wouldn't yeah. Like, like they said, you wouldn't do that to a pig. You wouldn't take a pig and just like slash his throat just because it's fighting. It's like was well, worth something yeah you know it's got value to it uh sky yeah. like no whatever not even worth it yeah it's just, just yeah, yeah brutal very brutal yeah but anyway that's what we end this chapter with a mm-hmm. uh, kid beats being killed yeah Little boy outside the outside on a way to carriage yep like it's nothing and then she has to keep her act up as an old woman not care either right because it's uh even though she's a misborn i'm sure she wanted to throw a few coins or something <laughs> <laughs> oh you know you know she did uh mm-hmm. yeah that was a that was a really crazy scene at the end of what was essentially a, a generally upbeat chapter mm-hmm. you know it was you know again like you said mean girls right right and then at the end of the chapter it's like it brings levity right back it's like whoa yes yeah, right we're still in this world mm-hmm. so yeah good stuff definitely um yeah so Chapter 19. Are you ready to move on? Or anything yeah. from this chapter you want to talk more about? Mean Girls or Ellen or anything that you missed? Anything no, I just, I, I, I love the shade, you know, back and forth between Ellen and Vin. It was just fun. Um, I, I love the friend zone thing. I mm. love the fact that that's going to come back up immediately next chapter. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll get into that. So, yeah, but we can go ahead. Keep on go, moving. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Um, so we start hearing Kelsier's point of view mm-hmm. um, and he's been working to sow more chaos. Um, you know, he could feel another Alan Mincer pushing through the mist. Uh, that's how it starts. So he's, he's out there 
murdering people and trying to blame it on other people and leaving bodies for it to be discovered and right. and and having fun being a murderer. Uh, I was your killer. And, and the whole time I'm reading this, I'm just trepidatious. I'm like, this guy is gonna, he's just he's so out there doing ish. Oh man, sometimes it's frustrating, but you know. Then I'm thinking, and what I was expecting to find out is that he was going to do like another raid on like a like he did the venture compound or whatever. I was like, oh yeah. man, this guy, and he's, he's, like, he's causing trouble. Yeah, a lot of people say like Kelsier is like one of those perfectly written serial killer psychopathic protagonists that you root for. And at the same time, like if you drill down to him, he's messed up. Oh, <laughs> cool. He's beyond messed up. All right, this guy. Uh, it makes and you jovial, and jovial about it. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Kills oh. The nobles. <laughs> he has completely separated himself from the morality of what he does. Right. Oh, yeah. He just doesn't care. Um, and it's like even when he, you know, when these guys get, you know, killed and whatever, and he's finding like bodies, like, you know, you're talking about hooks through necks and stuff like that. And he's like, Yep, that, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like not worried about that at all. He's just like, hey, death yeah. is what it is. Um. All right. Next job. That kind yeah. of thing. Is so what, do you is. Think about, what do you think about this other elementary that's somewhere out there? Do you think they're a witness? Do you think they saw him? Or I, I didn't put much thought into it to be honest with you. Uh, because what happened was I assumed that more would come up about it, mm-hmm. and then nothing else was said. So I didn't put much thought into it, except yeah. for the fact that it was like, oh well, there's someone else out there. Um, yeah. but then he talked about. Um, the you know, like on the on the ra- on the the road, yeah. the uh, spike yeah. spike road. And he's yeah. like, "What would happen if I ran into somebody else?" Yeah. He was like, and he's like, "No, oh, we probably just kind of just keep on going and wouldn't look at each other." Um, and so yeah. I felt like that was kind of the way I felt about him sensing another Al, you know, Alamancer out there. I was like, "Well, he probably just re- he's just like, okay, yeah. keep her head down. As long as you don't get in my way, I don't get in your way." Yeah, she's passing in the night. So. Yeah, and he starts to flare his metals to try to sense the different elematic vibrations and see what's out there, and realizes there's like a bunch of ten eyes around. Like the houses are getting nervous; they're putting a lot more uh, mistings out there. He, right? You know, I felt a ton of them, like at least five ten eyes on watch. Yeah, is, uh, they're getting nervous. This is good, but at the same time, it's it's going to hard to get through their defenses because they're on guard. Right. Right. Um. So. Yeah, um, you know, he's only one he comments, you know, he's only one man, but he can set some chaos anyway, you know, he definitely mm-hmm. uh, kill a few noblemen and have the houses blame each other. So, yeah, right. He's, he's, he's trying to cr- behind cracks the system and exploit them. Yeah, and he's doing a great job. He's got them yeah. all like at each other. And of course, mm-hmm. in this chapter, we find out how he's doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, basically how he's making this happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um. So and then after after he does all of this, he decides to uh, I guess he goes down to I guess an out al- is it an alleyway or like somewhere meets up with a guy. Right. Um, his contact is sitting on the doorway, puffing on a pipe. And t- tobacco is like rare. Like he's surprised that a scholar would you know, have some expensive luxury. Like, you know, it must be a good informant to afford that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this informant introduces himself as Hoyd. Hoyd. Yes. Hoyd. So we meet up this guy named Hoyd. Yeah. Um, and just like any street informant, he's a he's a he's a lame ska beggar street informant, but you know, he thinks he's pretending. Uh I think you know he doesn't trust the guy pretty much. Like he just he's like, Yeah, these guys are just trying to like get you know, give as little and get as much at the same time, you know, trying to get information from me, mm-hmm. but at the same time give as little or get as much payment as possible for the inf- right. little information I'll give. And it's this fun game. They play back and forth trying to pick out information and yeah. 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 Hoy, Hoy, I, I described him earlier. This is a slippery dude. Right? That's all there is. That's all I thought the whole time I listened to him. This is a slippery dude. I cannot wait to hear more about him now that I know that, <laughs> that he's going to be, Showing up I, later. I did. I did tell. I did tell Alondo just to remember the name. That's all yeah. I <laughs> so I was like, I was happy about that because I thought it, like Hoyt was like a throwaway, 
and Alan was okay. like, "No, nah, he's gonna show up later." I was like, "Okay, cool." Because uh, I'm not gonna say when, but man, just remember the name because it's ah, geez, this guy. Well, 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 I don't see that well. I had no problem picking the coins up though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, like on a reread, you definitely pick it out. But uh, on my first time reading through, I didn't recognize this. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. Looking, um, for, looking forward are, to hearing more about the slippery guy. So. Aren't you supposed to trust your informants, though? Oh yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Trust the spies. Uh-huh. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. The guy with the morals that actually is willing to do that and double cross his own people is the uh-huh. guy. I mean, your best spies are the least trustworthy people. I mean, that's uh, it's it's kind of the way that system works. That's, <laughs> that's the circles they move within people. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's interesting how you know, and he's like. He, he keeps trying to get him to give information and the information he gives him is just enough, but not really helpful. It's so they, they do this dance back and forth. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and leave. No, no, don't leave. I have more. <laughs> so yeah. they do this little dance for like a minute. And then it was like the whole thing about what just happened at the ball. He's mm-hmm. like, so uh, Renault and Venture have some agreement together, together because yeah. she's she's being looked after by Alan Venture. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a thing she made up as a lie, and it has yeah. already spread. spreading through the streets. <laughs> it got to this guy, and he's regurgitating it and interpreting it as, oh well, they must have some secret arrangement. Blah blah. Oh man, I was yeah. loving it. I was. You would have thought this is like a month later. No, no same, same night. night. <laughs> she's she's maybe just arriving home. News is already in the streets. <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's that's good. So, yeah, yeah, yep. Like Lady Vidalette and Lord Ellen Venture. Uh, yeah. So did all that. Uh, yeah, and you know, um. And then also tells him that Lady uh, uh, Sean Ariel is a soother. Right. And right. he's like, do you have proof of that? Uh, and Hoyt says, I felt her touch on my emotions, my lord. Yeah. Interesting. Now, he seems a little dismissive about that at first. Mm-hmm. Um, until confirmation from Vin. But where would a, a beggar street urchin be in this position to feel... The lady and no information the same night. Yeah. The the whole thing was suspect to me. <laughs> I mean, everything is suspect to me because I'm like, wait a minute. How did he get this information that Vin lied about saying Ellen was looking after her, so on and so forth? I was like, how does that trickle down to you? You were not there, obviously, unless you were there and you were disguised as well. Again, the whole thing seemed crazy suspect to me. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what is this guy? Who does he know? Who's telling him information? Because no no person in a position of power is going to like go down to this dude and just be like, hey, this is what I heard. Which means he's got informants. But I'm like, who are his informants and where he's getting his information from? I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing is just, you know, I feel like it's just a subversive network underneath the the, the scenes that... I'm not meant to understand yet, but it will probably come up later because, of course, a couple pages away, Kelsey turns around and does the exact same thing. <laughs> so, well, then, yeah, Kelsey does his own fake. Does his much. own. Yeah. yeah, man. He puts on his own crappy disguise and uh, meets up with mm-hmm. Lord Adventure himself, the same man he just <laughs> robbed, killed people. That work for him. He's up in there like, let me tell you some things I've heard. Lord. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? The the brass balls on this guy, by the way. Oh man. Uh, and uh, he had a he had a meeting scheduled. So this was actually an event. Which he was late for. Which he was late you know. for. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, Oh, I was over there in the alleyway, my lord. Didn't see you. And then pulls from 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 boys uh playbook my eyes don't work so good <laughs> my eyesight that's right <laughs> these poor old uh, eyes of mine <laughs> yeah so what business uh and and he started this rumor about i guess is it, it, it shannon and some random person he picked so he already started the, he planned to see with hoyt first 
So you knew that it starts spreading there. Right, 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 right. And then it goes over there. You know, it's about House Ecreol, which I think was the same one. He wasn't the same person. They say that Sean was like Googleized for or was having a secret relationship with. I think. Uh, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I, that, that's okay. I am. It was like a few page. It was like a page or two later. So uh, okay. yeah. Uh, well, it's Sam Tickiel and my side and uh, no different families. Still, just mixing up nobles left and right. So they aren't, right, they, aren't, right, they, aren't right. they aren't the same. Yeah, but you know, trying to sow chaos and try like that's all he's trying to do. He's oh, that's all he's start doing. Rumors mills and doing yep. things like that. Um, Discontent. He's just sowing it left and right, left and right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then he's like, but, oh yeah, and by the way, you've been selling stuff. Uh, you've been uh uh uh, been, uh buying. Is yeah. it he was buying armaments at double yeah. the cost that another house was getting them? No, he was selling uh swords for half price. Okay, that's what it was. So, so okay, uh, but and the thing is, though, he made that up. He was like, Yeah, there's a slight discount, it ain't that much, but you know, he's got to yeah. do whatever he can, right? So, right, yeah, this guy. It, it, again, it, it shows exactly how he's been doing this. I mean, it showed mm-hmm. the breakdown of exactly how he's sowing this discontent between these houses, the distrust between these houses. I mean, it's like a master class in it. You know, he comes off as like, you know, being lowly. And I know mm-hmm. just enough. I don't know everything, my Lord. But, you know, this is what yeah. the streets is talking, you know, that kind of thing. And it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's, it's a really good snapshot of how all this work has been happening under the scenes this entire time and then blaming another noble house for starting starting a sky rebellion you know just right. taking the heat off of it you know yep oh i heard he's gathering weapons because you know he's he's gonna do you know he's trying to arm a sky rebellion and all always you know with both of these inner interactions always trying to you know uh alleviate any possible blame being put on Renault. He's mm-hmm. like always trying to clear that house uh, very subtly. He's like, you know, actually it was such and such and such, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but he turns it around and lets, I mean, which makes it even better. Let's Lord Venture dig his own grave as far as like coming up with these crazy ideas and then going like, Oh yes. no, no, mm-hmm. it's not that. Now I heard right. that too. Like, uh-huh. Wink, wink. <laughs> like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, like, he doesn't he, he he's good at what he does. Um, but of course, I mean, he's also meeting with informants, which in in instructs him on exactly how he should be interacting. Um, so right. that way it comes off very authentic. You know, it obviously the subtle play is the play. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, don't don't show your entire hand, you know, just do just enough and then let them, you know, kind of you know, pull those threads on their own, um, make their own like illusions and assumptions about what's going on. It's it's great. It's it's really intricately mm-hmm. well written. I and I was saying this before we started the podcast. I love the way Sanderson writes these characters out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's fleshed out so well. It gives you so much insight to exactly what's going on with the, even though you've only got a snapshot of right. these interactions and their lives and stuff. And it's like okay. Because I mean, sure. how how many times have we heard from Venture up until now? I mean, maybe once or something like that. I, I can't remember. We, I don't think we've heard from Lord Venture at all. Okay, because I, I I felt like it was like a a, a a throwaway comment or something or whatever. But it's like you get everything you need to know about this guy right off the bat. I mean, he slaps Kelsier by the way, and Kelsier's <laughs> like, "You'll be one of the bodies later on." <laughs> <laughs> the streets. I love that. Next. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, uh, so. Yeah, it was good. It was great interaction all the way around, though. So, and, and then, of course, uh, uh, Venture does pay him at the end, right? Yeah, pay some. Yeah. So yeah. This, the guy that just robbed you literally three months ago and then comes in and then gives you crappy information and gets paid from you. He's oh, robbed man. him twice. <laughs> like, right Kelsier, to his man. face. here Again, he's so cavalier. I love it. I mean, I, I love it, and sometimes I hate it because I'm like, you're going to get yourself killed. Risk. It's such but high that's, risk. That's what he does. That's what he does. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. But yeah. anyway, uh, good old Kel. Yeah, man. Um, so after all this, Kelsier heads back, um, you know, uh, and, and heads back to the mansion, uh, Mansion Renew, for, for a short time. Um, and this is when he thinks about the spiked highway right? and, and whether or not, you know, anyone else travels this way. Um yeah. 
and uh, it meets up with Vin and says it to kind of recap everything mm-hmm. and finds out, yeah, uh, everything about like, is this way? Yeah, well, the first is talking about the love of the metal, uh, but you know, that the nobility is, you know, hearing rumors about it and that kind of stuff, right? Right, and Kelly says, Well, oh, that's right. We got to go back uh, because, right, because uh, when he's talking to Venture, and Venture's like, what's going on with this guy that escaped the pit? Mm-hmm. And so now, I mean, that almost threw Cal. He was mm-hmm. like, he was shook. Yeah. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, just legends and blah, blah, blah. And he says something that I picked up on. I was like, I got to remember this. He says something about, well, if someone found the bones, they could imitate him. And I was like, huh, what? <laughs> okay. So you can take the bones of somebody, and I was like, "Is this where the the mystery thing comes in?" I don't know that hmm. whole thing. I was like, "We're clocking that for later because the, okay, the fact you can imitate somebody." So then when I when this is I, the bag of antlers, uh, yeah, <laughs> bag of antlers two point That's what I'm saying. So when he said that. All I kept thinking was, I was like, I mean, and I immediately went back to Renault and I was like, is this how Renault looks the way he does and whatever? Did somebody find, kill the original Renault and then take his bones and then do this thing? So, cause I'm still that man, I'm still like curious as to how this all works. Okay. And when he said something about the bones, look at the bones. Anyway, when he said the thing about the bones, I was like, oh man. Okay. So this is how. They must do okay. that. But Kelsey was like, man, he's like, he had to be quick on his feet in that mm-hmm. moment, trying to like completely like dissuade the idea that there's any possibility this guy, this guy escaped the pits. Right. Um, and, and he's like, there's no way the Lord ruler will let some dude escape, blah, 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 be out yeah. here in the streets. Indeed, um, Venture said, and assuming the survivor did die in the pits and someone has gotten a hold of the corpse, his bones, there are ways to imitate a man's appearance. Right. You know of what I speak question yes my lord Kelsier says yeah Yeah. dot 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 i'm like okay what is this (laughs) yeah so anyway i just want to make sure we didn't gloss over that part because i want to make sure we we catalog that one (laughs) i'm like i'm like intrigued i'm like how do they do this (laughs) anyway another bag of antlers of course it's a bag of antlers It, it, it has to be the back of antlers. <laughs> oh man, Ugh, we need good these times. shirts. We need this shirt, back of antlers. We need <laughs> this shirt, Scott Stank. Ah oh, man. Ah, uh, good deal. But yeah, so he says it seems uh, in general the Scott have gotten wind of the love of metal. Uh, Kelser says, um, yeah. Some of the nobility have started building rumors about it. Yeah, um, and some are getting worried. Yeah, and, and Renault's like, "How's it affect us?" And he goes, uh, "We'll spread the opposite rumors to make the nobility focus on each other, less on me." Right. So he feels like even now he's getting a little too hot. He's yeah. Like, so we're gonna start spreading some different rumors. Right, um, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then uh, it says, to the, "Let's see, I'm reading for the book. Uh, assuming Lord Venture encouraged me to search for information about myself, a man can get very confused by this kind of play acting." This is what Kelsier is saying. I don't know how to do it, Renault. And it says, it is who I am. The Condress said simply. Hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it, and again, the whole thing is just so intriguing to me. I'm just like, yeah. I'm, lo- I mean, I'm loving this, but this is a dangerous game, dude. This is a crazy dangerous game he's playing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. all for the sake of a rebellion, obviously. So, I mean, it's the, I, I feel like, the, you know, the ends justify the means, obviously. But still, dangerous games he's playing here. Oh, sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, anyway. And yeah. then, of course, he, he comes back. He, talk, he talks to Renault. You know, they talk about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what, you know, he, he, he some of the information he's found out and everything. And he's talking with Vin. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole time he's talking to Vin, he was like, oh, she's falling for this dude. Mm-hmm. He is yeah. head over heels about this guy and then he like lets it slip he's like well oh, we may have to just go ahead and take him out she's like yeah. oh no no please no. <laughs> not, not not him not <laughs> yep yep yeah so, mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, I get this is when it turns to, to to Vin and has the whole conversation with her about her evening and yeah. Mm-hmm. Talks about taking out all yeah, no. Yeah, she she was like, I, I didn't want to like throw him under the bus. I was just saying, mm-hmm. you know, so on and so forth. And then of course, you know, when she talks about the book. The books, yeah. The, yep, the, the And the he weather. knows exactly what book it is. He's like Yeah. Because it's not called the weather report, it's called the, the book uh, of the false dawn. False dawn. Mm-hmm. What a great title for a book. I mean, we talk about an empire rising up. I mean, to call it the false dawn. I mean, that's a great title for somebody saying this is not the savior empire thing you think this is going to mm-hmm. be. You know, this is a this is the false dawn, which you assume is basically yeah. it's like it's like a rocket taking off on the horizon and it like lights up the sky. That's not the real sun. That's just a false, you know. Uh, yeah. lighting of this guy that's exactly the way i interpreted that statement and i was like that's a great title for the book and of course you're not going to walk around with that with that just printed on the front of the book mm-hmm. you're going to call it the weather report <laughs> whatever you want to call it yeah. i mean i'm sure i'm sure every variation of this book probably has a different title one is probably called like you know the origination of pantaloons or something like that so you know they're like we're gonna keep it subver- we're gonna keep it like you know subtle yeah you know kind of thing um yeah, but the, the interactions though where he's yeah. talking with with Vin about Ellen, though, I was like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and and he's surprised. He's like, I didn't think there's any that still exists, any copies that still exist. I mean, any keeper can quote the whole thing, but it's it's like she's like, well, Ellen has a copy. Yeah. Um, and I think I think one of the no woman were trying was trying to find it too, and and he's like, which no woman? And she's like, Sean and mm-hmm. Shan, and he's like, the former fiance. Hmm. Hmm. He goes, I think she may be an Elementor Kelsey. He goes, oh, yeah, she's a soother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw away information when he's talking about it with your boy, yeah. uh, Floyd. But then he's like, he's talking with her. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's that's old news. We already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like early, he made it seem like it was like no big deal. And yeah. Kelsey is looking at this as, as another way of probably getting Ellen. I mean, he's probably looking at the angle to get Ellen in trouble because he's like, huh, he's stupid enough to carry on the book with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right well maybe i can blackmail him this is this is good for information for me now you know like he's thinking about his angle of course who cares about, who cares about lover boy how can we oh. get the nobles with this information no he there's tons and tons less. of ways yeah he's probably also looking at him as a liability because he's first of all he's excited about the fact that vin is getting really into this idea of playing a noble woman right he, he mm-hmm. he's like oh she's enjoying the life because he says yeah. something like that but He's also probably thinking about the liability of her being enamored by this nobleman mm-hmm. and what because, you know, some some really hard decisions and terrible things are going to happen in this rebellion. Mm-hmm. And he can't have her questioning her motives when ultimately they need to take them all out. Right. right. Um, so he's probably thinking to himself, he's like, uh, this is probably not a good thing. Um, he's like, she's going to be, you know questioning things or hesitant about doing some of the things she's going to need to do, you know, period. So, yeah. And then she, this is when she pleads like, don't kill him, Kelsier. I thought oh, maybe, gonna... you know, he's reading a forbidden book. He might be a good man. And Kelsier, <laughs> and this is internal dialogue. Oh, child. I hope he doesn't hurt you too much when he discards you. Right. Better than this. <laughs> and I feel like, and I feel like that's the second time it's said that he's going to discard her. Who was the first person to say that? Was it Says it? Somebody else said. I feel like somebody else said that Say-Z. he was it Says it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or no, but it was Sha- Shan. Like you're your little Shan, right there, now. there mm-hmm. it is, Shan. Yep. But that's the second time in yeah. the same evening she's been told that he would discard her mm-hmm. without any thought. You know, because that's just what he does. Yeah. So, and, yeah. but out loud, she says, "Don't count it." Lord Ellen might be reading a forbidden book, but that doesn't make him our friend, right? Um, there's always been noblemen like him, young philosophers and dreamers, and their ideas. Mm-hmm. They like to drink with their friends and grumble about the Lord Ruler, but their hearts are still noblemen, right? And they'll right. never overthrow the establishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get that. And then Vin tries to argue more. He's like, "But he talked about Ska and Ska being not bad." Blah blah, and, and Kelsier's like. No, <laughs> like, yeah. no man's an old man. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I won't hear that noise. No, yeah, I won't hear it. No. Yep. Yep. And I and I I see this why he man is not your way. ally. Yeah. Yeah, and I see why Kelsey feels that way. I mean, yeah. it, it makes perfect sense. I mean, because mm-hmm. 
he didn't get here by trusting everybody. He got here by knowing how to play the play the game. Right. And that's what he's playing. And he's like, you're all you're all pawns in, in the game. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, hold you in high esteem and maybe, you know, try to redeem you or save you or hope you can come along and join join the squad or something. He's like, I ain't, I didn't get here by, you know, the yeah. people, the, the people that I trusted. I got here based on how I'm able to use and abuse the people that yeah. I come across. And, so. and, and Kelsey gets angry at the end of the chapter. I mean, he tells her, he's like, listen, I told you to stay away from him. You're putting everybody at jeopardy by hanging out with them. Like at this mm-hmm. point, like, like distance yourself, stay away from him. This is not a good thing. In fact, just go to bed. We'll talk about this later. Right. Like, and that's how we end the chapter. It's just like, yep, we're done. Right. Ten. Yep. And interesting, by the way, she didn't, she didn't want to talk about any of this in front of Sazed. Um, yeah. She was like, we wanted to talk about this in private. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's the reason we said, come to our cha- my chambers. Um, and I feel like she's she's getting a lot of good advice from Sazed and Kelsier about this situation, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just kind of interested as to why she thought Kelsier would be more willing to, you know, be okay with uh with with Ellen than Sazed. I mean, yeah, Sazed is like a you know pretty pragmatic dude, sure, but. Kelsier is like a cutthroat dude. I don't know why she thought he was gonna be more willing to like listen to her and like what was he gonna do? Was he gonna be like, yeah. oh, I give you my blessings, go ahead, enjoy the 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 the, the love pursuits with Ellie. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, you know. At this point in time, he's like a protective father. Yeah, you know, so exactly. I don't I don't know where her end game was, but you know, she's a young girl. Yep, exactly. So and, Ellen this- twice, and Ellen is twice her age. Yeah, <laughs> he got he got so pissed off when she said that. <laughs> He's like, I'm 21. Yes. <laughs> like, old. It wasn't a scene in, in Monty Python and Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 32. <laughs> I'm not old. <laughs> uh, good times. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what we in this chapter. So yep. um, any final thoughts from these two chapters? No. Good stuff. Okay. Um, I like every time these chapters happen. I'm always thinking like the ballroom chapter. I thought it was gonna be like a slow chapter. Mm-hmm. Then they brought in the mean girl thing. Yeah. And then at the end, the slaughter of that ska kid. I was like, oh man, it, it just brings you right back to reality. Yep. Um, yep. And then um Still you know, a horrible the, place that they're in. <laughs> yeah, they're they're in horrible times. Horrible, yeah. horrible times. <laughs> and then I love the uh the bridge of spies. That's what I call that episode. Uh, yeah. this uh, chapter with uh, with with Kelsier, I feel like it was just bridge of spies all around. Mm-hmm. Um, love that, love the espionage, the whole thing's going yeah. on here. It's good, yeah. good stuff. Good, good two good chapters, yeah, yeah. Um, favorite character from this chapters, from these chapters. Oh, oh, I have to choose from this chapter. I can't, yeah. choose, so oh, I can't go back to my boy. My boy uh, never showed uh, up, yeah, your boy wasn't in this at all. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm cheating if I say the informant, Hoyt. <laughs> I feel like I'm cheating, but it's only because you kind of gave me a little bit of foreshadowing there. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, and, and my fallback is always says it. Always says it. Says it's just, just a. I yeah. mean, I have so much respect, and I've got so many questions about this guy. I want to hear yeah. like his life story, the whole deal. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and cheat and go ahead and go with Hoyd. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and cheat and go to Hoyt. Even though, uh, no one, yeah. even though I will admit I know a little bit more than I probably should because you gave me some foreshadowing. Because I, I told you, yeah, just, just I just told you remember the name. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. My mind went crazy on that one. I was like, okay, I gotta remember this, <laughs> this stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Hoyd then. Yeah, just because also the pacer reading is really slow, so it might be a while before you're. Okay. Uh, yeah. Choosing side characters not cheating. Thank you. Yeah. True. Um, I'm gonna choose the the, the young noble that uh that was shy and uh came up to Vin asking for a dance. I, uh, can, can I? Can I? Uh, dance? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my heart goes nervous. out to him. Oh, he's, yeah, he's shooting yeah. a shot, you know. I got, I got, and this hard. I mean, she's sitting at a table with another guy, and it's a well respected house. Mm-hmm. That that is that's a bold that's a bold you know step to take. So yeah, uh, yeah. poor mm-hmm. little dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So next time we'll be doing three chapters, 20, okay. 21, and 22. Right. Um, so three chapters. 
Um, and so you said this is going to take us to the end of uh, part three? No, no, no. That's the f- next three. So well, this next week and then the following week will be the end. Oh, okay. Got you. Got so. you. Okay. Good deal. So, Look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. We're, getting, we're getting close to the end. And then there's only one more part after that, I think. Oh, wow. There's only four parts in this book. This uh, book is going by. Yeah. Uh, I know there's five parts. I thought so. Um, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's shorter parts. Okay. That's one. Um, but yeah, because the last part's really short. Um, okay. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah. So we'll do three chapters. Um, find us um, on Twitter. Or go to our website, thecosmicreads.com. Uh, go ahead and find us there. Whatever podcast platform you listen to us, subscribe or like or whatever you can do. I don't know how they all work because there's like a thousand of them out there. Yeah. But wherever you are listening to us, I know we have listeners on at least like eight or nine of them because uh, I get those that data back to me um you know they, they do the analytics um but yeah so it, if it lets you do stuff do it um uh, if you watch us on youtube come check us out here um also we had a giveaway from last week i meant to oh yeah we got to do that there are four people that commented on last week's video so we got to pick one oh, okay um let me let me pull out my handy dandy uh phone um comments let's go and look and see there are uh i think four different people that commented come on load damn you okay uh here we go so we got one person that said cool um another one said super fun to revisit cosmere with you definitely forgot barry's um uh was in landry until you read the chapters yeah and then uh, finished my reread two weeks ago, waiting for the next book, and I'll start with start with you guys. Oh, cool! Uh, my favorite character from this ch- uh, <laughs> it's Talmanis. Oh no, sorry, wrong series. It's Kelsier. Talmanis is on the Wheel of Time. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, it, it, not quite the same thing. <laughs> I can't say why because it's a secret history. No, that's funny. Um, and then says it is badass. I love the reveals we got from this chapters. Mm-hmm. So we have to pick one of those comments to give a free book to. Um, so we got Kelsier, we got says it, we got cool and the person that's reading along with us. Oh, I thought we were going to do like the random thing. I thought you had like the, 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 I can do yeah, random. randomizer. Oh, I can. I'd say, let's, I say, let's go randomizer. Let's do randomizer. That makes it easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can do this. This is what live does to you guys. Uh, and I will say what edited it out, but I'm not going to. You're going to get all this on the podcast, too. Yeah, of, absolutely. Of me trying to do this because it only takes five seconds to go. And because only four of them generate a number. And it is Zool. You want a book. Hey, <laughs> enjoy Zool. Yep. So there you go. Uh, Zool, uh, I know how to find you. So you, uh-huh. you won a hardcover copy of the Cosmere book of your choice. Nice. So you know how to find me too. Just DM me. <laughs> um, our WhatsApp or whatever. I, I think we're on a WhatsApp chain from Jordan Khan. But um, so anyways. Um, hey, Patreon. Don't forget. Push yeah, Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Go support us there. Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the Cosme Reads. So mm-hmm. check us out there. Lots of different levels. Lots of different things. Once you guys sign up for those levels, we can start doing those extra things. Yep. I'm not going to do them until you sign up because that's just me screaming to the void. Uh, (laughs) but it's there so we will make that all happen so Mm -hmm. yeah um and that's all i got for this week so until next time guys (laughs) thank you for listening to the cosmere reads see y'all next time 